Hey gang, Ross Brand here for a special edition of StreamYard Connect. We have Nick Nimmin, D. Nimmin, and Daniel Batal. Need I say more? Let's start the show. All right, welcome to StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. The StreamYard team is growing, and we've got four huge YouTube creators joining. They're going to be creating content on the StreamYard channel as well as on their own YouTube channels, and we're excited to welcome them. Three of them are going to be here. Perhaps the fourth will stop by and join us as well. Nick Nimmin, Dean Nimmin, and Daniel Batal are here, so hopefully... Uh, we have one more possibility we'll tell you about in a second, uh, but it's great to have you here. If you're new to StreamYard, uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful platform that makes it really easy to go live on social media uh, with bringing on guests, green screens, multi-streaming, and a, a whole slew of professional features that just work and look great on screen and i want to just real quick if you're new give you a quick overview these are the three pillars they basically explain Streamyard. you see the co-founders gage vandentop on the left dan briggs on the right ease of use stability and professional looking streams i've used a lot of browser-based live streaming tools and web-based tools and I got to say for a cloud live streaming tool, the stability is off the charts and you can bring up to 10 people on camera and it just works great. And the destinations with built-in integration, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Periscope, which of course gets you on Twitter and you can also stream to a Twitch channel. And if that isn't enough, we have custom RTMP, which lets you go to basically any destination that has a stream key and an RTMP URL. You just get those from the destination, paste them into StreamYard, and you can go live, such as as I do when I, I go live on Amazon Live. I use StreamYard, so I don't have to go live for mobile. I can share my screen. Uh, but I use custom RTMP to connect to Amazon. So in addition to the three creators we have joining us today, last night, uh, Gage Vandentop, the CEO of StreamYard, made the big announcement, and that is Roberto Blake is also going to be joining us. Roberto Blake was one of the first guests I had back in 2015 when I started live streaming. I've known Roberto a long time. And I'm thrilled that he's going to be joining us. He knows uh, so much about so many different aspects of live streaming and video creation and tech and graphic design and growing your YouTube channel and monetizing your YouTube channel. Uh, Roberto runs the awesome Creator Academy. Uh, I've seen him speak on, on stages across the country as a keynote speaker uh, definitely look forward to seeing his content as part of the StreamYard team. And also a quick thanks to Jesse Guthrie. If you see backgrounds that we're using, uh, Jesse's contributing those to the show. We appreciate it. He's at StreamSense Media. 
Graphics.com, where he's creating a whole package of services for your graphics for StreamYard. And again, you'll see the backgrounds when we have multiple people on screen. Uh, those backgrounds were provided by Jesse. So thank you, Jesse, for the awesome job that you are doing. This is StreamYard Connect. We're typically on on Wednesdays. We will be on this Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Brian Alvey is the founder of an app called Answers RN. It makes it really easy to send people a link, get a video clip, and you can use that clip on your production. I demonstrated it a couple weeks back on the show. Mark Cuban is a big backer of this app. It's not the first go-round for Brian, but we're excited uh, to have the founder of the app and to show you how you can get some clips from your community and use those clips on StreamYard. Uh, answers are, and that is Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can see it on the StreamYard YouTube channel, StreamYard Facebook page, and also on my Twitter and Periscope. So uh, those are the destinations. And without further ado, let's bring in these great creators that were so fortunate to have with us today. There's Mr. Nick Nimmin. We have Mr. D. Nimmin and (laughs) Daniel Batal. It's an honor to have you three guys on and have an opportunity to welcome you to StreamYard. How are you guys doing? It's great to see you. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> well, you guys did that perfect. Stereo. <laughs> Stereo Nimmin. I love it. I, I yeah. thought I'd start off with an easy one, and, and then I'd get into something really difficult like, Nick, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got into YouTube and uh, developed and grew your channel to get to this point. Um, so I'm Nick. I teach people how to grow YouTube channels, make videos and all types of other YouTube and video related topics. I'm also an avid live streamer. Every Saturday I do a live stream, um, typically with my brother D who is also on the screen right now. And, um, during that live stream, we basically help content creators, uh, kind of demystify, uh, what is going on with YouTube. And I initially got onto YouTube, um, just for the sake of looking for a way out of a, uh, current, thing that I was doing with my brother at the time. We had like a design service thing that we were doing. And uh, it was kind of like, a you know, to find a way out of that. And uh, it ended up working. Um, to be honest with you, when I first came on the platform, I didn't really have like a, you know, a plan or anything like that. But I had the opportunity to work with somebody. I, you know, it was my guide at the time um, that, you know, kind of helped me see the big picture when it uh, came to YouTube and helped me understand, at least at the very tip of the iceberg, the opportunity um, that, you know, that we have here on YouTube. And um, since then, um, I've been taking YouTube seriously. And, uh, you know, over time, it's kind of morphed into what it is today in terms of a dedicated resource for YouTube content creators where they can go to learn about everything from live streaming to, uh, you know, YouTube strategy stuff, YouTube best practice stuff, um, you know, pretty much everything they need to know about, you know, making videos for YouTube. You can find all of that on my YouTube channel. So that's me um, in a nutshell when it comes to YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, your growth has been just amazing. I remember you way back, like what, two or three years ago when you were under 100,000 subscribers and you've just taken off. I I don't know anybody really other than maybe celebrities who have grown the way you have by putting out quality content and, and really being helpful to, to people. D, your expertise is in the area of mobile video, but you do all types of content on YouTube and other platforms. Tell us a little how you got into YouTube 
and how your path has gone over the last few years? <laughs> well, pretty much everything uh, Nick already said. <laughs> uh, but he came along first and he inspired me to get started. And I'm teaching people how to succeed on YouTube, how to live stream on YouTube, how to make content, uh, do everything on your phone. So if you are a mobile content creator or mobile live streamer, that's what my channel is all about. And I'm happy to bring that information over to the StreamYard community. Fired up to get started doing that. Daniel, I see a guitar behind you. I see the the rock star hair. I don't know if that's just the look the bad or boy if you group, were uh, you were the real deal, but uh, you're terrific on the mic. You bring a lot of personality and charisma to the game. Tell us a little bit about your background with being on camera, on radio, or even making music. Tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Right. Well, I thank you for those kind words, Ross. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, my name is Daniel Battelle. I, uh, I help creators make better content in order to grow their YouTube channels. I am a content creator myself. I'm a brand ambassador and influencer, and I am a channel consultant. Uh, and my channel is about two years old. It'll just, just, crossed, uh, just crossed the two-year mark. And uh, yeah, it's been going pretty well. Just picked up a silver play button. It's been a pretty strong ride. D and I are neck and neck. He just picked up one too. Um, but yeah, I come from a music Asking background. Play buttons like candy around. That's here. right. <laughs> All you got to do is show up, and they give them to you. It's That's like a right. little form you fill out. But yeah, I come from a I come from a music background. I was a professional touring musician for a lot of years on a couple different major labels, and um, some of that attitude clearly has not gone by the wayside. No matter how many wrinkles and gray hairs come into my body. Uh, so that's what I'm here to do. I'm excited to bring my own sort of um, yeah. My own perspective of coming to the uh, the idea of uh, StreamYard with uh, content creation in mind and, and trying to get people to really get excited about making something different that can perform on the platform. Well, I, I, when I was opening up the show, I gave my thoughts as far as from my perspective, which is of a live show host, uh, somebody with a background in radio who um, really likes the live interviewing and hosting and talk show style. Tell us, Nick, and, and we'll go around the, the horn, tell us what drew you to StreamYard for the type of content that you create. The first time, Ross, that I ever had even heard of StreamYard um, was actually through you um, when you interviewed D and I at a point in time. Uh, I think this was probably, what, a year and a half, maybe two years ago. Um, that was the first time. And then after that, um, it's just continually, you know, popped up and things like that. And I started using it here and there. Um, and it's just so easy. Like for me, it just became like a, an easy default thing in terms of um, one, it's just easy to use. You just hook up a camera as everybody that's watching this knows you just hook up a camera and then you just go right onto the internet, which is fantastic. Um, but another thing that I found extremely valuable was during that live stream that I mentioned earlier when we, um, you know, first came on and did our introductions during that live stream, one of the hurdles that I always had was the ability to easily bring on guests into the stream. So because of that StreamYard was a fantastic solution to where you can just simply, you know, copy the link out paste it into a Facebook group or wherever it is that you're wanting to let people know, send it to somebody an email, whatever it happens to be. And then they can easily come onto the show and, you know, come and hang out. And it's just an easy, seamless experience. And for me, because, you know, having guests on to the, the show has now become kind of a regular thing since D's, you know, been hanging out in Mexico. <laughs> um, you know, so because of Hola, that, you know, it's one of those things <laughs> that I just started using more and more and started exploring more and more and realizing just how easy it is all the way around for everything. Well, D, I've heard you sing the praises late at night a lot of times, late at night, U.S. East Coast style. So for those who <laughs> might not have heard it before, tell us all about why you're you using StreamYard well, and what it does for your broadcasts. 
Well, I just first want to say that because Nick and I do so many things together that after he answers those questions, mm-hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> All right, so no, what we'll do I'm next kidding, time is we reverse order. So have and a then- good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, the, the thing that draws me to StreamYard above all else is the ease of use, and it always works. I don't have to worry about updates. Mm. I don't have to worry yeah. about – and that's really the biggest thing with the other platforms is when an update comes in, you're like, oh, no. And you, just, <laughs> you cross your fingers and you hope that it's going to work. But with StreamYard – it works every time. It's incredibly easy. It's easy to add graphics, backgrounds, and now videos. It works on your phone. It works on your computer. It works on your tablet. Um, it's it's the easiest streaming platform out there. So, and it's perfect for bringing on guests. Yeah, and Daniel, you of course uh, do a lot of creative <laughs> stuff with editing. You work closely with a product in that area that uh, you severed your relationship with but it was a a very productive for both sides seeing your channel grow rapidly through that content but you also go live a lot you seem to really enjoy the live experience talk about your approach uh to live streaming with Streamyard. Yeah, I thought you were going dark there for a minute, talking yeah. about my relationships. I was like, wow, all right, let's, let's do some tea. Let's have it. Let's have right, it going. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's really funny. I, you know, a lot like what Nick and Dee said is um, the ease of use is insane. If you haven't tried StreamYard, you have to because the ease of use and functionality and learning curve is so simple that once you get into it, it's really easy to get moving quickly. But the, one of the things I really liked about it is I came from a streaming um, paradigm where I was using another competitor, not a competitor, I guess it's, it was a software. So it was actually installed on my computer and I have stream decks and things and buttons and to do a simple scene like you're seeing on screen now would take a lot of programming to do that and with StreamYard, it's just a matter of clicking and it happens and and the biggest benefit i love about StreamYard is i would have a a moment of a an internet glitch glitch or a disconnect and i would be off the platform i would be off youtube (laughs) and it was like stream went down StreamYard. Because you're going through the servers on their own site, you don't get that. I could get knocked off. I can close my browser <laughs> and then log back I, in and not lose my stream. I can show right back up. So uh, that's the thing I love about the product itself. In terms of uh, my take on streaming, yeah, I believe that um, that live streaming is, is something that should be a production. It should be content. It should have replay value. It should have guests on it. It should have things more than just showing your face and saying, hey, people, how are you? And talking to the chat room. Because, right. you know, live streams go back up on replay. And I love I love creating content that's li- that's live that has the same dynamic value that a piece of pre-recorded structured content can. So when I when I come to think about, you know, live streaming, I'm really thinking about let's get this thing moving. Let's put this thing in, in third gear and, and hit the gas hard and see if we can really make it uh, make it be something that more than just talking to people in the chat room all the time. Nothing right. against the people in the chat room. We love you too. We, we love our chat room. <laughs> we do. And, we do. Uh, let's see if he can come up with an original answer. So we'll start with him <laughs> on the next question. And that is, talk about live streaming as a strategy on YouTube. The pros of live streaming on your YouTube channel and why you might want to do it and why maybe for some channels you might not want to do it. We have a ton of people who love to live stream to Facebook and LinkedIn Live and Periscope and Twitch. So not maybe not for everybody is YouTube, but give us kind of the balanced take on uh, live streaming to YouTube uh, in terms of your channel growth and strategy. 
Uh, that's a great question, and I'm glad you have Daniel here at the same time because he does something a little bit different uh, than Nick and I do in our live stream. So mm -hmm. we focus our live streams more on community building because to get to know your community, to have that real-time interaction, you can't beat live streaming. I don't care what platform you're on when you have that real-time interaction. You can communicate one-on-one -on -one with somebody in your chat, answer their questions, have fun, laugh. They get to know you. They get to know your personality. Uh, man, that is so powerful for community building. Um, that's different than what Daniel does, and he can explain to you how he does things. But for my channel, uh, man, it's been so important. Um, I, I, I do one every single Sunday, and then I do a members live stream every week as well for my, my paid channel members. And the community that's built around that, uh, they keep showing up. They keep coming back every Sunday. Um, and you get to know them. And uh, I just can't stress how powerful that is to... Uh, to truly get to hang out with with people who are subscribers and part of your community, it's you know I I, uh, I, I think it's a very important part of my channel. Yeah, Daniel, your mm -hmm. approach. Oh, I thought you were going to go to Nick because now I can no. take everything and Nick no. will be left with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I pushed it over to you. We're leaving. I, I, we're I, I, leaving I, 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 nothing. We're leaving him nothing. Daniel, go for it. Go for it. Have you guys nothing. met each other before? It's, <laughs> we it's may know each like other. Like you have this sort yeah. of chemistry with it. Well, here's the great thing. Exactly what Tiva was talking about is we each have slightly different perspectives about the way we approach live streaming because there are so many different ways to do it. I think people do think sometimes you push a button and just you know start talking into the camera, but it. it it can be so valuable in so many different ways. I personally love live streaming because, you know, the way that YouTube itself works, and I'm a YouTube content creator first and foremost, um, is that is that, you know, YouTube looks at people's watch history. What have they watched recently? What have they engaged with? What Which channels have they spent time with so that they start understanding your content and who better to recommend it to? So things like live streaming can be super powerful to get yourself into someone's um, recent watch history and have YouTube start going, okay, they're engaging with this channel. Let's try recommending more content to them. So there's a lot of different strategies in the way you can bring live streaming into your overall strategy of growth your channel and connecting with your community um that that's just powerful across the boards yeah nick you're known oh. for endurance i mean six hour eight hour <laughs> live streams <laughs> d's on with you on on many of those uh talk about how that works for you and, and your channel um or is it more about for you the engagement with your core community not so much about a a growth strategy I just love going live. Like for me, right. like it's it's like I love going live. I love interacting with the community. Um, it's a great way to, you know, like D was talking about, it's a great way for people to get to know you in terms of, you know, like when you're putting out video content onto YouTube, you have the, you know, the polished version of yourself that everybody gets to see. You know, a lot of the mistakes are taken out, things like that. But when you're live, you know, as you know, Ross, like when you're live, there's no turning back. Like whatever happens, <laughs> happens during a live stream. And like, that's it. So because of that, the nuances, like the really deep nuances of your personality gets to come out and, you know, people connect with that. You know, it lets them know who you are behind the curtain, so to speak. And I think that's a really powerful thing. But in addition to that, um, there's also the side that it's easy content. Right. Like, right. you know, just like this live stream that we're doing right now, you you hit the go live button. We're going to be on here for however long we're going to be on here for. And then once it shuts down, that, that content's done. We can all walk away and we've produced a piece of content for the day that's going to live, you know, indefinitely on the Internet. Just that by itself is amazing. But in addition to that, you also have the ranking power 
of live streams, if the live stream is put together well in terms of what Daniel was talking about, the replay value, um, if it's put together well, that live stream can continue to bring you views, subscribers, um, mm -hmm. affiliate income, ad revenue for you know an indefinite period mm -hmm. of time as long as people keep coming, um, keep coming into contact with that live stream, which is a huge win. In addition to that, live streams just for everybody that is in the partner program, live streams can also generate additional revenue for you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can get super chats, you can get super stickers, you can use them as a way to to uh, bring uh, awareness to affiliate things or to memberships or anything like that as well. So in terms of like the power of live streaming, um, I really don't think that it can, that, that it has any competition because of all of right. those things that, you know, everybody on the screen just listed. Um, because, you know, like just being live by itself is such a powerful thing. Being able to have somebody to where somebody can say something in the chat, like right now, Eileen Smith, right? She's here in the chat right now, just right there. I can, I can, pinpoint Eileen Smith and I can talk directly to Eileen Smith where I could never be able to do that through a video. The best she would be able to get um, or that she would be able to get uh, would be like a, a comment reply or, you know, in terms of on platform. But when you're live, you can you can have direct conversations with the people that you're hanging out with, which is just incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's powerful. The thing that I like about live streaming, to, to piggyback on what Nick just said, uh, I'm also a musician myself like Daniel is, I like to think of live streaming like playing jazz, right? Like you have your structure, you know that you, you have your points, you have to start, you need some sort of a hook, you have your middle, you have your end, so you have your basic structure, but what happens in the middle is pure jazz. And, and like Nick said, there's no taking it back, you just go for it. And I, I, I love that as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking with Nick Nimmin, D. Nimmin, and Daniel Batal, three guys joining the StreamYard team for content creation. Um, let's talk about YouTube in general. Uh, a lot of people are considering live streaming there. Maybe they're in the early stages of building uh, their channel, getting used to being on YouTube, thinking about maybe... Uh, hopefully, first of all, let me say this, watch these guys' videos. If you want to learn YouTube, these guys put out amazing content and they've got a whole library on their channels. Their channels are super easy to find. If you know their names, Nick Nimmin, D Nimmin and Daniel Battelle, it's, it's going to be very easy to locate them on YouTube. Uh, Daniel, talk about a few things people should do when they're getting started on YouTube in order to set themselves up to move in the right direction and to have their channel ready when an audience starts to find their content or maybe a better way to put it is YouTube starts to find an audience for their content and gets eyeballs coming to the stuff that they're creating. Yeah, you nailed it right there. <clears throat> you know, the um uh, you know, some of the guys who actually work for YouTube, I talk with, and they, you know, like Todd Bopri has said, listen, we don't bring viewers to your videos. We try to find your videos and match them to the viewer. We're looking at the right. viewer first. We're not trying to bring people to you. We're really worried about the viewer and then figure out what content they might be interested in seeing based on their viewer behavior. So one of the things that I always try to tell people when you're kind of new to the platform, you're trying to find your groove. Um, if you're thinking about doing this seriously, I, I have to preface that with saying, if you're just here to have fun, do whatever you want. 
You know, have fun and enjoy it. But if you're here to try to grow, you know, when you're first starting out, take a minute and try some different things out and see what might connect. Don't feel like you have to be too serious the minute you start about, I have to get right in my lane and I have to have the perfect channel out and I have to perfect thumbnail. You'll <laughs> overwhelm yourself in details and miss the most important thing, which is just making really good content that people will want to watch. And then you'll start learning some of the more subtle intricacies of making better custom thumbnails, how to get your titles a little more compelling, how to make, uh, how to structure your content in a way that people are hanging around and not leaving after the first 15 seconds. So what I'd say is when you come to it new, it's like, just don't try to eat the entire elephant right when you step up to the plate. Take some time. This is a, this is something that's going to take you time to master like anything else. So you want to take it in there, just know that you're going to be in there for a long haul and learn in steps, learn in steps and try to move forward. If you got something in your pocket, say, I feel pretty good about that. Let me try incorporating, working on another mm -hmm. aspect of that, moving things, uh, moving things forward. Nick, when you when people get started, and perhaps when you got started, is there a good pace as far as working with YouTube in terms of how often you should release videos? Some people do it completely haphazardly in the beginning, you know, whenever I get a chance and an idea comes. Then other people say, hey, I, I got to upload like seven times a week, and, you know, then I'll grow and the views will accumulate. What's a good pattern, like you found your niche and now you want to make something happen with your channel. What do you recommend in terms of growing the channel by feeding the right amount of content to the, to the system? It's not necessarily about feeding the right amount of content into the system as much as it is about um, practice. So because of the sake of practice, if you can, I would do at least two to three uploads per week. And the reason for that is because... YouTube comes with a pretty serious learning curve. So like Daniel was talking about in terms of, um, you know, how do you get people past that first 15 seconds as an example, right? Like, you know, it might take you 50 videos in order to be able to really deeply understand, okay, when I, when my video opens up and I, and I do this in my, in my videos when they first open up, then I can get people past that first, like, you know, 30 second mark or whatever it happens to be. So the more content that you're uploading, as long as you're leaving time for education, um, the more time or the more that you're uploading, the more practice that you're getting with every upload. So because of that, that gives you the opportunity to learn quickly. However, in the real world, most people have jobs or they have school or, you know, whatever it happens to be, plus their family life and their social life and all that stuff. So because of that, uploading at a cadence like that, it can be difficult for a lot of people, especially depending on the content. So if that's the case, then I would commit to at least one upload per week, as long as your content type supports it. If you're doing animation, for example, that's going to be, you know, a little bit more difficult. But if you're doing anything to where you can put out the content at a, at a cadence of one per week, um, you know, if you can work that into your life, then I would at the very least do one per week. And the reason for that is because it's always on the top of mind. You're always thinking about, okay, what's this next video going to be? What is it that I'm going to be putting out? And along with that, you're also building the process of making YouTube videos into your life. And if you want to do YouTube for a very long time and you want to do it you know, seriously, then you have to build the process of making content, all aspects of it. You have to build it into your life because it is additional time and it, it all takes a lot of time. So you have to build it into your, your actual routine so that you can make sure that you continue to have content going out for a long period of time, because some people they're going to start getting a lift, you know, right after they start uploading videos, they're going to start getting a response. Other people, it might take them six months. It might take them a hundred videos or 50 videos until they really start, you know, getting a nice, smooth momentum going on their channel. And because of that, I would definitely make sure that you're uploading at a cadence that will allow you to practice the process of making videos 
and it will allow you to be able to go into your stats enough to start identifying quickly what it is that people are or they are not responding to on your YouTube channel. Dee, we talked a little bit about titles and thumbnails. There's an area that kind of confuses people, even people who've been doing it for a while, and that is that big blank space called description. What What is a few best practices or good ways to go about thinking about that area and what you want there, maybe what you don't want there, so that that works for you uh, in terms of growing growing your channel? Uh, well, let me start by saying that a magic description is not going to move the needle for your video. Like first and foremost, a lot of people think, okay, if I use the right tags or I put the right things in the description, that's going to make my video succeed. What you really want to do is just give YouTube as much information as possible to tell them exactly what your video is about so they make sure that they get the right audience connected to your video. What I like to do in my description, first paragraph right at the top, first sentence is I copy my title. So if my title is how to live stream with an iPhone, the very first sentence of my description might be this video shows you how to live stream with your iPhone. And then additional sentences after that, I'll go in and I'll put in different variations of that. Explain, because people search in different ways. So if somebody might not say, or somebody might not search for um, how to live stream with an iPhone, <clears throat> excuse me, they might search for iPhone live streaming. So my description might say, um, this video shows you how to live stream with an iPhone in this iPhone live streaming video, and I continue on that way. So I build that, I build that uh, description. We look at the best way to mobile live stream with exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. With a I, I try to phone and yeah. right. I, I I put weight on the actual phrase that I'm targeting, and then I put variations of that in my description. And then of course after that I'll go in and I'll link to other relevant videos or other relevant playlists uh, <laughs> that I have on my channel. So that's how I put my, my descriptions together. Daniel Links, you uh, have a certain philosophy as far as where to get video links in order to get that momentum going with uh, your viewers, people interested in your kind of content. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm all about the links. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage links, any kind of link. I'll tell you what, this is one of the things you have to think about um, is it's all about the content where the goal as a, as a content creator on YouTube should always be whenever you've created that video, you've done it all right. You've done all the video and you've done the editing and now you're putting it live. You want to think about a couple of things. One is the packaging first, right? The way you're going to title it and the way you put your thumbnail together so that it's really appealing and makes someone want to click and watch it. But things like the, once the video is up and running, one of the most important things that you can do in that video is to try to compel that viewer to potentially watch another piece of your content. And there are several ways you can do that, description being one of them. If you put a link in your description to another piece of content that would be relevant to that viewer, if you make a piece of content about, I, I'm going to go for it. I always talk about chicken recipes, but if you've got a Here chicken recipe video, I Here know, he goes. know it was going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. You know, if you got the chicken parm video and you put that, you've got another video that you made on chicken cordon bleu, get that link down in the description and try to get it above the show more where it says show more because there's only a certain amount of characters that display in your description. Get it above there so it's not hidden below another click level. Um, and that way when someone comes down to leave a comment, you've actually got a link in the description and hopefully one in your pinned comment too. And it could potentially push that viewer towards another piece of content. And what we get right back to that same thing. If you can get someone to watch one piece of content and then maybe push them towards a second, that's two pieces of content in their watch history. They're more likely to be served your content when they come back to YouTube again tomorrow or the day after. So it's really important to not only make great content, but then try to 
funnel that viewer in a specific direction to watch more of your content if you can get them to do it. You guys are amazing. Um, I'm so thrilled to welcome you guys to StreamYard as new creators on the StreamYard channel. And just before we wrap up, let me just go around. Everybody, just give us wrap a... Wrap up already? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> really? I, I think what? we should leave something for you to do once you start creating videos for StreamYard. What? I could do this all day. I mean, but, you know... No, no, no. Nick could do this all day. <laughs> I got out of bed for this. I'm I just got out of bed up. for this. <laughs> so just give us an idea what we can, a uh, little idea of what type of content we can, we can expect. Uh, start with Nick and we'll go uh, around the clock. Um, of course, we're going to be talking about, you know, live streaming. We're also going to be talking about uh, YouTube because, you know, for everybody that's on the screen right now, you know, that's that's our jam, so to speak. Um, right. Same with Roberto. You know, we're going to be talking about that. I'm sure Roberto will probably, um, you know, also uh, do some types of, you know, entrepreneurship money making thing as a content creator as well. Um, but for me personally, um, it's going to be specific to um, to live streaming and to getting traction here on YouTube because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're watching StreamYard videos, if you're watching my videos or Daniel's or D's, like what we're trying to do is we're trying to help you learn how to actually get results on the platform. Because like I was saying before, there's a, a big learning curve involved. And the faster that you can cut through that, the faster that you're going to, you know, get whatever it is that you're after on the platform. If it's growing a community, if it's generating income, if it's growing a, a channel, if it's um, positioning yourself, you know, in your professional field, whatever it happens to be, um, our goal, um, at least, you know, I, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm assuming that, you know, our goal, um, at least mine is to, you know, help you get to that as fast as humanly possible. So that's the type of content that, uh, that I'm going to be sharing here. Jay, in addition to everything that he just said, <laughs> <laughs> I will be talking about that stuff, but I'll also be talking about how you can do it on your phone, how you can make thumbnails on your phone, live streaming strategies that you can do with your phone, the gear to, to, to live stream with your phone. So all of that plus your phone. Yeah, and you can use StreamYard to actually host from your phone. Yes. And it includes just about every feature that the you know, desktop, laptop version contains. So you can actually have a consistent looking broadcast from, okay, this week I have to go away. I'm only taking my phone and you can actually use the same assets, the same banners, yes. same logo, same colors and, yes. and make it look seamless to where, you know, the audience really doesn't even have to think, oh, this is a different kind of broadcast. Because before this, I was always, okay, if I'm going to do mobile, I have to go to some other app and it's going to look <laughs> com completely different. Um, Daniel, tell us what's coming up uh, from you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a two-phase approach here. The left-right, I'm going to go with a couple of jabs and then the overhand right. Is I want to make sure that anyone who's uh, anyone who's uh, hasn't used StreamYard before has just started using it and make sure that some of the things that I'm putting together uh, makes it really easy for you to understand the steps and stages of just getting into the software and actually, I mean, getting onto the platform and using it. Uh, but the, the real thing I want to talk to people about is how to build out these streams if you've never live streamed before, if you've done it a couple times and you have a little bit of anxiety or angst about getting out there and doing it. I want to talk to you about some of the tips you can do to get prepared for a live stream, to have a successful live stream, to use things like Google Docs and Sheets to put questions out there ahead of time so you're not fumbling through the chat room to have a conversation with the people that are in the chat room while answering questions and scrolling and to have a lot of dead air there's a way to do this that it really can come off uh, very seamless and smooth and that people will love your live streams come back for the next one so I will I want to focus a lot on the actual content of the live stream and how to put it together and really make them be successful 
Well, thank you guys so much for joining us and for joining StreamYard. We're looking forward to your content very much. Nick Nimmin, Dean Nimmin, and Daniel Batal, it's, it's great to have you on the show and look forward to uh, some great, great more information, knowledge, and also just fun times. It's fun hanging out with you guys. Everybody follow these guys, support them, check out their content. Uh, they've got just so much great stuff online. And, of course, subscribe to the StreamYard channel because a lot more is coming. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, D. Thank you, Daniel. You guys rock. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. You Thank rock. Thank you. All right. That is Nick Nimmin, Dean Nimmin, and Daniel Batal. Batel, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, and and they are joining StreamYard. We're, we're thrilled to be able to present their content on the StreamYard YouTube channel. And, of course, uh, a lot more great information that was just a taste of what you can learn. Uh, I don't think there's uh, really... You could really do a more value-packed half an hour than what these guys provide. They are truly experts on the YouTube platform from live streaming to video creation to graphics and marketing, editing, and, and all aspects of video creation. So I'm thrilled that they are joining the team. And also, in case you thought that might be the only content we have here uh, coming up on StreamYard. Don't forget that Wednesday we will be back at our usual time, 2 p.m. Eastern, for another episode of StreamYard Connect. Thursday, it's StreamYard Spotlight. Dana Benz and Kelsey Benz interview you, the StreamYard user. Find out how you're using StreamYard and what you're doing with the platform. And then Sunday nights, it's the StreamYard Town Hall. Gage and Dan, the co-founders, take your questions, talk about new features, and let you know what's going on with StreamYard. So thank you all so much for being here. Thanks again to our guests, Nick Nimmin, Dean Nimmin, and Daniel Battelle, as well as uh, a huge congratulations to Roberto Blake. We're excited about him joining the team. The announcement went out last night about that on the StreamYard Town Hall. I'm Ross Brand for StreamYard Connect, and we'll talk to you again soon, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the StreamYard YouTube channel and across social media.